some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. What do you do to overcome obstacles? On today's show, we've got a wonderful guest, Mr. Keith Guernsey. And uh, Keith is a different sort of guest for the show. I'm very excited to have him on. He has overcome some very meaningful obstacles in his life uh, that I think you'll find have some lessons in them which apply to whatever you're doing in your life overall, your business, etc. Keith, welcome to the show. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for having me on. I'm thrilled to be here. So, Keith, as we're sitting here, the audience can't see you, but you have your Relay for Life gear on. Yes. yes. You're you're very involved with Relay for Life. Right. And that is because you yourself are a cancer survivor. Tell us about that, Keith. Three times. Three um, times. After after two brain surgeries, two life-threatening mm. brain surgeries back in the mid-90s, my lovely wife Susan and I had two decades of uninterrupted, you know, um, no health problems, traveled a lot. And all of a sudden in 2018, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And that, that followed shortly thereafter with multiple myeloma, which is a rare blood cancer. And that was followed shortly thereafter by melanoma. Mm. Now at this juncture, the prostate cancer and the melanoma are gone. The multiple myeloma, which there is no cure for at this juncture, um, is in remission. So as I mentioned before we started talking, I feel better and healthier, both mm. mentally and physically, at 71 years young than at any time since I stopped playing hockey at 28. Whew. And, you know, I have so much to thank for that. God above. And I look to the ceiling every morning when I wake up and I open my eyes and I say, thank you, God, for another day in this on this wonderful planet of ours. Um, so I, let me ask the brain sure. surgeries then that was nothing to do with cancer that was a different no, issue no that was a different issue um at the time i was having trouble hearing and my girlfriend was saying that i couldn't hear her and i made a joke of it and said i'm watching my beloved new england patriots i'm not paying attention to you when you ask me to take out the trash um and, and to her everlasting credit she pursued you know, I went for test after test after test, and the long and short of it was I had uh, a benign brain tumor called an acoustic neuroma on my eighth cranial nerve, which, you know, the only lasting effect was that I am deaf in my left ear. Okay. Um, and, and God, again, played a role because, and no medical expert could ever explain to me how the hearing got better in my right ear to compensate for that. Wow. But it did. So, you know, I've gotten great jobs and, and never been prejudiced against, um, you know, when I'm in a group setting, you know, at a function and someone's to my left, I always tell them, you got to jab me in the ribs if, you, if you're trying to speak to me. But other than that, I feel great. Um, and that, that was the only lasting effect. So, like I said, we had 20 perfect years. We traveled a lot. Um, and, and one story that I always relate to people is that Susan and I met on a blind date, and my very first present, my very first gift to her was to sit through 12 hours of excruciating brain surgery. Mm. Because in the first case, they got the tumor, but they didn't get the surrounding tumor cells. 
So um, she showed, her, showed herself to be the strongest woman on the face of the earth mm. by far. And, and who knew 20 years later she was going to have to do it all over again? Because now she was my sole caregiver because nearest family member was a thousand miles away. So she did it with just incredible patience. Mm. Um, and I'm almost ashamed to admit this, but um, if you look up the term impatient patient in the dictionary, you'll see my picture there. <laughs> um, I, I tried to be better, but you know, you know the old adage, Phil, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And mm. I, I've never been a real patient person. Unfortunately, patience has skipped a generation in my family, but um, we're on the back end of it. Uh, we just, in the midst of selling, celebrating our 26th wedding anniversary, we just got back from St. Simon's Ireland. Congratulations. Thank you. And, and life is almost perfect, pretty close to perfect at this moment. So let me ask you this, Keith, uh, the, there's the brain, the brain tumors, which were nine, got removed. Then 20 years later, three different bouts of cancer, right. one of which there is no cure for, so you are just living, dealing with it. Right. I am in remission, but with the advances in treatment, you know, I hate to say there doesn't need to be a cure for it, but in my lifetime, there are people living with it for 30 years with multiple myeloma because of the various forms of treatment. And I'm on new treatment now that, again, I've never felt better. Uh, I'm very thankful to you know, the, the medical team at Northeast Georgia Diagnostic Clinics, at, at our medical center, uh, the hospital, you know, unbelievable. They, they've been phenomenal. And, you know, if I get 31 more years, I'll be 102 and I'll have fulfilled my goal to be one of the few three-time cancer survivors to live to be 100. All right. That's like, hey, that's a great goal. Yeah. All right. So you've got a goal to live to be 100. Right. And you feel better now than when you were 28 years old. Yes. What has caused, why do you feel so great? What have you done in your life to to get to that point? Well, uh, a couple things. There are actually three things. Susan's, you know, love and support, and my family's love and support. They're, my sister, Michelle, and my son, Keith, are back in Boston. You know, wanting to live a long life um, so that I can see my grandsons, who are seven and three, you know, graduate from college, get married, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the second thing is nutrition. When Susan and I met on a blind date, our first date, the subject came around to nutrition. And I told her I had, as a bachelor for 15 years, I had developed the worst eating habits known to man. <laughs> as a matter of fact, uh, I called myself the takeout king because I went from Burger King to McDonald's to Wendy's and back. Um, and now it's fruits and veggies just about every meal, you know. And and watching what I eat, even when we go on vacation, you know, just being very careful what I put into my body. You know, I have a treat every so often, but not every night like I used to. The second thing is exercise. Um, I am in the gym at 4 o'clock every weekday morning uh, for an hour, and I was this morning. Um which is right. If I start to fall asleep, you'll know why. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, that's why I got you that coffee, Keith. Yeah, I appreciate the 4 a.m. workout club. Yeah, really. Um, and then on weekends, we we have a very spoiled dog who wants to walk a lot, which is great for us. And we also swim and, and what have you. So we're we're kind of always on the move. If I'm hearing you correctly, two two really, I would summarize well three things. First off, you have a why. You don't want to live to living to 100 
means nothing based on the number. Right. It's your grandkids, your beautiful bride, the relationships around you, you want to enjoy and pour into those more. Number one. Yes. Because of this powerful why, you have developed a strategy, which is clear. Hey, healthy nutrition and exercise, obviously very important to to human health. Mm -hmm. And then you have develop the discipline to very consistently go after those things. Fruits and veggies every meal, Pretty working much, out yeah. every day. Yeah. That that's what does it. What's your why? What's your strategy? Execute consistently. Consistently, exactly. consistently, exactly. consistently. I love it. I love it. Um so fruits and veggies, that's what gets it done. Yeah, um and sometimes both at the same meal, but you know, just about, you know, blueberries with cereal in the morning and lettuce and tomatoes with lunch in the afternoon and blueberries again with more cereal. There you go. For dinner. Vitamins and minerals. Yeah. Fiber. And I take, you know, I take the vitamins that I'm prescribed. My, my doctor said, you know, take an iron pill. So I take an iron pill, take a B12. I take a B12, you know, take a turmeric. I take a turmeric, that type of thing. So We're going to have to follow up after this. We've got to go to a break. Okay. But remind me after the show, I'm going to get you, I have a farm. I'm going to get you some all-natural grass-fed beef liver cool. to help you with those okay. vitamins, cool. which is going to be great, too. We're going to return with Mr. Keith Guernsey after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. want to make positive changes in our life. I know I do. And sometimes I have more success than others. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with guest Keith uh, Guernsey, who's made some amazing lifestyle changes, helped him overcome uh, three different bouts with cancer, one still ongoing, but he's he's winning that battle, Yes. Uh, losing a tremendous amount of weight, all these wonderful things. So right before the break, we talked about uh, Keith Skoll. He is a three-time cancer survivor, and he is planning on becoming the first three-time cancer survivor to to uh, become a centenarian and break a hundred break a hundred pounds or or break a hundred years. Excuse me. Um, and there there's three things that we talked about, which are crucial to these lifestyle change changes he's made to make that possible. He feels great. He looks great. He's inspired. He, he wants to see his grandkids grow up and, and hang out more with this beautiful bride. He has a strategy of how he eats and what he does with himself with exercising. And then he's developed the, the, the habit and the discipline to execute. So I want to talk a little bit more about that, Keith. And we'll back up a little bit in the story because so many people, uh, they have lifestyle changes they want to make sure and they've tried i there's things i've failed at so i want to hear your story how did you make these big changes and tell us where you started well from. Um, first of all it's important to realize slow and steady wins the race mm, mm-hmm. always 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 mm-hmm. um after my second brain surgery i had some severe complications and i'm the type that i when i get down the dumps a little bit I eat comfort food. And for me, comfort food is pizza, Chinese food, Ben and Jerry's. Mm. Uh, And all of a sudden, you know, after 44 years of searching and finding the girl of my dreams, 
I hit the scales and it said 340. Whew. And I looked, and I'm only 5'10. Looked in the mirror, even though I have a big frame from football and hockey and all that. Um, I looked in the mirror, I said, You idiot. At this weight, after searching and finding the girl of your dreams 44 years later, you are going to die sooner rather than later if you don't do something. So I did. Fortunately, the complications went away. The fog lifted. The headaches subsided. I bought a stepper. From the brain surgery. From the brain surgery. So, so the there was some fallout from the brain surgery. Yeah, the second one. The first one was a piece of cake, if 10 hours of brain surgery can be called a piece of cake. But um, the fog lifted. I bought a stepper, and I started stepping. You know, I had always been a, a rink rat first and then a gym rat after that. And I started stepping my way to health, so to speak, and, and started gradually changing my dietary habits, if you will. And I, I dropped 50 pounds, you know, in, I don't know, six months or something like that. Again, slow and steady, you know, not one of these fad diets where you lose 12 pounds a week or something like that. Um, I dropped 50 and then kind of plateaued out. And then we moved here. We retired in 2013 here to Lake Lanier. And um, there was a gym 300 yards from our front door. And I looked up to the ceiling and God said, Keith, it only works if you go there. You know, <laughs> you have to actually go there and do something. So in the 10 years we've lived there, pretty much every day that we've been in town, I have been in that gym every morning. And again, when we're on vacation, I'm walking, I'm swimming, um, and I'm running if my legs will permit. And slowly but surely, the rest of the 110 pounds came off. And, and how much do you weigh now, Keith? Uh, 180. 180. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow, 100, 160 pounds you yes. lost. Yes. A couple lessons to be learned from there. As you mentioned, slow and steady wins Definitely. the race. Definitely. When you were 340 and you looked in the mirror, you looked at your beautiful bride, you looked at yourself, you saw a mismatch, you were very fired up. Yes. So you utilized that motivation to instill the healthy eating habits. It was primarily diet exactly. at that time. And if you had said, I imagine if you said, I'm going to start eating right and I'm going to start going to the gym an hour a day, seven days a week, that might have been too much. What you did, you just, you changed your diet the, and you, and you, and you, you didn't go on something crazy. You just implemented a very, uh, doable lifestyle of healthy eating right that then built up this momentum you lost 50 pounds so you're feeling great you have this success you have a new habit instilled that then allowed you to build upon that to add the exercise if you'd done exactly. them both at the same time it might not have worked exactly right but yeah. it did work and it now did. how long have you been that was in 2013 you moved here so you've been working out since 2013 yeah uh, pretty much, you know, every weekday morning, and, and again, we're on vacation, I'm, I'm do, always doing something. You know, if there's a gym where we are, you know, I'm always active because, you know, I, I worked two decades to take it off, and I'm not going to put it back on. Even when we're on vacation, I'm pretty careful. Mm. Um, we just came back from St. Simon's Island. I was walking three miles a day and swim in the morning, swimming in the afternoon, 
Um, and I'm bound to determine. You know, I check the scale pretty frequently, but I can tell how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I can tell that if I if I even go to 182, then I'll work to take off those two pounds. You know, I, I work so long and so hard to get it off that I'm not going to let it come back on again ever. Another great principle there is that you've got to keep track. Yeah. You have made all this progress, and and these things are very instilled now. But you can't, you can't just the way life works. You you can't just uh, let go. It's like it's like pushing a heavy weight up a hill. Right. You take your hands off it, gravity's going to pull it down. Grav, it's Definitely. not going to pull Definitely. it up. When you miss a day, which I'm sure happens sometimes, you're busy. Once in a great while. Once in a great while, but. Um, even if I don't make it to the gym, you know, fortunately, my little doggy wants to go out a thousand there times a day, go. the most spoiled dog in America today. So I walk her, I do cows, I do some, uh, you know, a lot of stri- I have a stretchy band. Um, so I'm always doing something, okay. you know, and, and, you know, I try to minimize, you know, days missed and I, I have for the most part. Well, and I love the fact of having the dog that you have you have something in your life which won't allow you to miss right right so you you have that built-in accountability that makes it easy on you yeah exactly you're not feeling it one saturday tough noogies keith because that pup wants to go for a walk you better take her we do we do definitely i love that so you're you're you know very inspiring health journey thank you and you have inspired many people with that, and hopefully many people in our audience said, no, I'm inspired. And you've written several books. Yeah. What are, the, are those about? Well, I've, I've written five, and I write nonfiction. Okay. My wife, Susan, writes fiction. Okay. I've never tried fiction because I, I'm very competitive, and I don't want to be the second best fiction writer in my own house. There you go. She is a journalism major in college, so I write nonfiction. And I never intended to become an author, but, you know, 30 years ago, I started just writing down, you know, games I played in, hockey and football, games I watched, games I coached, etc. And all of a sudden, you know, page after page accumulated. And when we retired in 2013, Susan said, I've been hearing about this book for 20 years. Finish it and publish it on thing. So I published Confessions of a Beantown Sports Junkie. Okay. Which is about, you know, my experiences as a Boston sports enthusiast and as a player and a coach in hockey and football and baseball. Um, and then I published a sequel, Fathers and Sons, Sports and Life, mm. which talked, you know, introduced Susan, introduced my new grandson, Harry, and talked a lot about my incredible bond with my late father, mm. who sat through every frozen rink in North America watching me play hockey. Wow. Um, and I yeah, talked about that in length. And then and Susan keeps saying that I get different types of cancer, so I'll have an, another subject to write a book about. <laughs> and my third book was called Overcoming the Odds. You know, it's about my beating yeah, brain surgery twice, cancer once at the time, and morbid obesity. Um, and then Overcoming the Odds was followed by On the Road to Remission, which is my newest book. And uh, my most popular book. All right. And we're going to pick up with On the Road Remission when we come back after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X.
When life hits you in the face, what do you do with it? Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with Keith Guernsey, three-time cancer survivor, on his road to being the first centenarian, uh, who's a three-time cancer survivor, one of the first. And if you're just joining us, go back and listen to some great stuff with Keith. It's been very fun. Um, but Keith is the author of five books, and his his latest is On the Road to Remission. And I really want to hear about this, Keith, because I just love it. You know, life is full of hits. Yeah, it's full of things that 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 hurt and that come after you, and you get to choose how you respond. And you have chosen to use these very traumatic experiences of camp cancer. And use them to inspire others through your book. Right, exactly. Tell, tell us about On the Road Remission. It is um, my year and a half struggle, battle with multiple myeloma. And, you know, the, the end result being here I am today, feeling better than ever. Um, it, it chronicles, you know, Susan's efforts to be my sole caregiver. And it includes a passage that she wrote called giving care mm. which has brought a lot of readers they've told me they brought to tears oh wow um and it, it's also in her newest book which i'll get to in a minute but i also want to mention my latest book was on the road to remission but i wrote a little pocket book called the pet trifecta okay because we've been very very fortunate to have the three best pets in the world <laughs> and i i am not or never was a pet person till I met Susan. She had a cat. I was having trouble with my breathing. And I went to the allergist and I said, you know, explain what happened. And he said, well, can't you ask her to get rid of the cat? And I said, doc, I got to tell you, the cat's been with her a lot longer than I have. So <laughs> I'm, a, I'm afraid if I ask her to choose between the two of us, I will not like the answer. Fortunately, and again, I have to... Thank God. Um, my problems went away. My allergy problems went away. I now, don't was know that, if we got used to each other, but... Was that after your dietary changes? I wonder if that impacted it. Um, no, that was before. Okay. But I'm sure, you know, it it, it didn't hurt. Um, and, you know, we, we had the three best pets in the world. So I wrote this little pocketbook. It's more like a stocking stuffer called the Pet Trifecta. That's, everyone who's read it said they love it. Now I am working on my sixth book called Living Well with Cancer, which details my plan that we've discussed for, you know, getting back to health or mm. getting back to a healthy perspective, if you will. Um, and it, it's a, an offshoot of a presentation I made to 50 cancer patients um, that they said inspired them and gave them hope and gave them hope for the future. And I'm working on... Uh, finalizing that now uh, and, and with Susan's help because, again, she's a journalism major, so she's better at the editing portion. Yeah, you got a it. great editor right there yeah, in the really, house. Um, and she's actually written one book called Body on the Ramp, which is a mystery thriller mm. based on a real experience here. Um, and was it's still popular on Amazon, Body on the Ramp, Sudi Crescenzo. Um very popular, and she just finished finishing up a new book called "A Little Bit of This and That," which is a collection, an eclectic collection of her short stories. Oh, great. One of which is this caregiving story, 
a lot of others are, you know, just really creative. You know, one about the Waffle House and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But um, that should be available 30 days or within 30 days. Um, but, you know, at this point in time, I, I like to give people my contact information so they know how to reach me. First of all, you can find me on Amazon just by typing in Keith Guernsey. That's K-E-I-T-H-G-U-E-R-N-S-E-Y. Um, anyone listening is welcome to email me, and I'm going to say it and spell it because they tell me you still have a little bit of my Boston accent. It's the Gerns 2005 <laughs> at Yahoo. I can't even talk anymore. That. Yahoo.com. That's T. Tom, H. Henry, E. Edward, G. George, U. Unique, R. Robert, N. Nancy, S. Sugar, 2005 at yahoo.com or they can call me or text me at 978-973-5691 all right so if anybody is struggling particularly with with their health with cancer or has a family member who is i tell you what i'm thinking if i had somebody i knew who who uh who was struggling with cancer the your book about living with it what a great uh what a great inspiration that's going to be it will be, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, we're finishing up Susan's book now, and then we'll do mine. Uh, we hope to have them both out long before the turkey hits the table. Um, and they're both, you know, very popular topics that are going to be well-received, I'm sure. Well, and on that note, with with Thanksgiving, I can't help but putting in a plug. If you If you are focused on what the healthiness of what you eat, and you want the healthiest, most delicious Thanksgiving turkey that you could find go to hopewellfarmsga.com that's hopewellfarmsga.com to get your thanksgiving turkey set aside today because keith i i live on a farm and we've got i don't know okay. 150 175 turkeys which really? the week of thanksgiving will be processed and then delivered to people's homes fresh and they're delicious let me ask you this on the note of healthy food which i just i'm a healthy Eating and healthy lifestyle is so important to me. And even as it pertains to this show, whatever you're doing in life and running a business, you know, this is a business and leadership show. If you're running a business, you have big goals you're trying to accomplish. It is imperative that you take care of your health or else you're not going to be able to be as effective in those roles. Exactly. And we let those roles get in our way. And we, and we say, I'm too busy. I can't, you know, eat right. I just got to go. I'm going to run through this drive through you know. Uh, and that doesn't work. You're less effective. But I want to ask you this. So you are eating healthy, and that has been so impactful for you. You also had direct medical intervention uh, to, you know, with, with cancer. Yeah. How do you feel about, you know, I think, I don't know if it's Socrates or somebody is, you know, food is my medicine. At this point, food is your medicine. Are you still having to take any medications for the cancer you yes. still have? Yes. Um, I take dexamethasone and Ninlaro. And and my hematologist, Dr. Nadella, over at the diagnostic clinic, is the best of the best. When she says, take this, I take this. Mm. You know, I follow her directions. And, and I recommend this as part of my plan you know, I, I've talked to a lot of cancer patients who don't. Who don't? Follow, follow their doctor's dictates. Mm. You know, they're the expert. If she says take it, I take it. And like I say, never felt better. Um, she's she's my god, if you will, in terms of, you know, from a medical perspective. Mm. 
Um, she she's your she's your ultimate source of wisdom from a medical perspective. Exactly, exactly right. And and God has has used her as as, uh, as a tool for healing you. Yes, one of his children, which is yes. pretty great. Um. All right. So let me ask you this: a little different direction than I really really want to talk about the American Cancer Society. Okay. Um. You're retired from four decades in sales. Yes. Uh. We've got lots of folks listening who. Uh, have retirement coming up, or perhaps they're thinking of selling their mm-hmm. business or something sure. and looking at life on the other side. What's the key to a great retirement for you? Having money in the bank. <laughs> money in the bank, that sure helps, right? No, having a plan. You know, in our case, um, it has a lot to do with, you know, we're pretty reasonably frugal, okay? But it also has to do with our financial planners. You know, they we, we had the same financial planners, and they're back in Boston, you know, we, we left them there because we communicate by, by phone, by text, by email. Um, we've had the same two financial planners for going on 30 years, you know, and, and you know, have a plan. Have you know, a plan. Obviously, it starts with, you know, is it financially feasible for me to do this? You know? Well, I think it goes just right back to your health. You yes. want, hey, you want us have success. Get the best information you can. Right. Develop a strategy based on that research. Right. And then consistently execute on it. That's a, that's a, that's a formula for everything. All right, we got to pick back up okay. with the American Cancer Society after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. challenges which we all face uh there's certain ways we overcome them and as we do hopefully overcome them we can leverage those experiences and those challenges we went on to help others welcome back to north georgia business radio x i'm here with our guest keith guernsey i'm your host phil benelli and and we've been talking about keith keith's a three-time cancer survivor uh, and he has leveraged the experiences of overcoming cancer and living with ongoing uh, some cancer, which is in remission, to inspire others. But Keith is not just sitting in his basement writing books, although that is important, <laughs> but he's very active with the American Cancer Society, which has the Relay for Life coming up. Tell us about that, Keith. Well, what I'd like to do, Phil, first is ask everyone who's listening to the sound of my voice to grab their phone, mm. or if they're like me and they're they're, uh, uh, use a, a printed calendar and a pen, grab that, and lock in the date of April 19th, 2024. April 19th, 2024. The Relay for Life annually is, is our largest fundraiser, and this year, just like every other year, will be held at the beautiful UNG Oakwood campus. Oh, great. Six to midnight. And we'd love to have everyone have everyone come down. We're always looking for... You know, sponsors, donors, attendees, volunteers, participants, uh, cancer survivors who do the walk, uh, their caregivers who do the the second half of the walk with them. Um, Again, it's the 19th of April, 2024, 6 to midnight, UNG Oakwood. 
Um, and again, I, I give you my contact information once again. So if you need more information about participating in any way, whether it's an attendee or a sponsor or any other category in between, it's the Gerns 2005 mm -hmm. at yahoo.com. That's T Tom, H Henry, E Edward, G George, U Unique, R Robert, and Nancy S Sugar 2005 at yahoo.com. Phone text is 978-973-5691. And, and, you know, I could quote a lot of stats about what a, what a wonderful, wonderful job the Cancer Society does, what a wonderful event this is. But I'd like to quote, too, that donations to the American Cancer Society and the Relay for Life have brought about a 32% drop in cancer death rates since 1991. That's amazing. And saved more than 3.5 million lives. Mm. So, you know, if you're, if you're listening and you want to participate, please contact me. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, which is now X, of course, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, but you know, any questions about participating in any way, shape, or form, whether you would just want to come and view it for the first time, you know, contact me and I'll get you the details. Um, the the one, the three things that people have told me about the relay is number one, it's breathtaking. Number two, it's is, impactful. Is that because they're running around the track? I'm <laughs> sorry, Keith. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Um, it, it's actually just a, a walking lap. You know, I when I first heard it, I thought I'm gonna have to run. You know, put my running shoes. But no, it's the survivors walk a lap. And they're joined by their caregivers who walk a lap. Um, it's impactful. And many people told me it's life-changing. Mm. It, it's a phenomenal event. We have games. And, you know, the, the, the format isn't, the, the schedule isn't finalized yet for next spring's event. And, and, again, I would urge people to contact me to get that. And I'd be happy to send them to them. Um but, you know, we have games and events and, you know, we've had a talent contest and we have food trucks and, you know, it, it's just a, a wonderful, wonderful night. And I would encourage everyone to uh, to join us. Beautiful. So it's an it's breathtaking and life changing because it's inspirational. Exactly. But also impactful. I'm looking at this 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 sheet that you have here. It references the 32 percent drop in cancer death rate which is phenomenal yes and that's driven <clears throat> from a few things one research right you mentioned of the three types of cancer you've battled with one does not yet have a cure but that means two of them do exactly right that and, exactly and right. I, I would imagine a lot of that's driven by research no question funded no question. by the american cancer society yep funded by donations that you know your listeners give, businesses give, um, and, and the more donations we get, obviously, the quicker we can find a cure for all types of cancer and just mm. wipe it off the map completely. And now I have six excellent reasons to—I have 6,000, but I have six definitely reasons to find a cure for cancer. Your four— children and mm. my two grandkids. Amen. 
You know, and I've said to my son, Keith Anthony, that, you know, will we find a cure for all types of cancer in my lifetime? Eh, probably not. But with the advances in research, will we find it in his lifetime? Maybe 50-50. Will we find it in their lifetime so that they don't have to deal with cancer? I'm betting that they, they will. Mm, beautiful. So that your kids and my grandkids won't have to grow up with cancer. As I look at the work that the American Cancer Society funds, it's their research, which is amazing to help, as you mentioned, overcome, you know, help help come up with cures for cancer right, all types. Right. But then the su- support while we're dealing with cancer, these the, the lodges, the Hope Lodge, the Road to Recovery. Yep. Tell us about the Hope Lodge. Well, we didn't stay at the Hope Lodge, but we stayed at a hotel which the Cancer Society covered because the Hope Lodge was full at the time. Okay. But the Cancer Society will, you know, take care of you for lodging. I mean, it, it the things they do takes a lot of stress off your plate. So you don't have to worry about paying for lodging. They also do transportation and a lot of other support, um, you know, support They're caring, items. helping care yeah, for you exactly. while you're bad. So there's not another thing you got to deal with. Where am I going to stay when I'm getting my treatment? How am I going to get there? Exactly right. Exactly right. And it's, it's, it is a big weight off your shoulders because you are dealing with cancer. You don't have to worry about, you know, who's going to drive me, if my wife's not available, what have you. Cancer Society helps in so many ways um, in, in terms of, you know, helping cancer survivors and their caregivers um, take the, the financial burden off their shoulders. And, and this all comes about from donations and grants and, you know, people listening, you know, give what you can give. Hmm. You know, and, and all of a sudden, you know, five dollars becomes five hundred, and then five thousand, and it's it just it snowballs. And, and we've, you know, we've had great success, both locally and internationally. The Cancer Society, the Relay for Life, is the largest event of its kind in the world. It's held wow. in twenty nine countries and over six continents, mm. um, and, and it's just it, it's phenomenal. And again, I would encourage anyone who hasn't been. Come on down, you know you'll be you'll be thrilled that you did, and you'll get to meet Keith. Yeah, that too. That's <laughs> worth the price of admission, right there. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah, um, yeah. Come to the Cancer Society, the Relay for Life Purple Tent, and say hello, and I'll buy you a hamburger. Oh, you know, <laughs> there you go, and give you some blueberries. That seems like that's well, one of your yeah, favorites. I, I'd be happy to give you some blueberries. I love it. Um, well, how wonderful. And yeah, if you're a business and you're out there and you're thinking about, you know, I want to do something that impacts my community and gives back. Right. Boy, uh, cancer is something that touches all of us. If we, hey, if does, we're so blessed not to get it, we've got a family member or a good friend who, who has it or exactly. will get it. Exactly. And uh, what a wonderful way to be active in yeah. uh and combating against yeah. it. If you're a business owner listening to this, um, it's a wonderful way to separate yourself and identify yourself as a good corporate philanthropic partner. Mm. Um, and and there's like 18 or so new restaurants in, in Gainesville. And this is how they can separate themselves from 
the other 17. Mm. Hey, they can give to the American Cancer Society, and they could serve good, healthy food that will help keep your body Absolutely. healthy. Absolutely. And none of that, but they get recognition. I mean, right. if they sponsor, if they donate, I will see that they are recognized on Facebook and Keith Twitter. will take care of you. Keith, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining My me today. Pleasure. Thank you for having me on, Phil. That was great. Keith Guernsey, The Guerns, 2005. That's right. Been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time and remember to support our local businesses.